What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm on the mic. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of Motivation Monday. Um, we've gotten a lot of messages recently about people who in particularly love these episodes. So thank you so much for supporting, uh, being there for us, and really glad you enjoyed these episodes. So we're going to jump right into the goodies here. Uh, we're going to start with my quote today. So my quote is, embarrassment is the cost of entry. If you aren't willing to look like a foolish beginner, you'll never become a graceful master. Jeez. And this is just really uh, relevant for someone looking to get into the gym. Um, a great example, you know, shout out to my client, Phoebe. She's messaged me probably three different times about how she's graduated in the gym. You know, at first it's kind of like, okay, like um, I've started using the bench press and I feel like I don't deserve it because there's people that are stronger, like guys that can use it. And then eventually she's like, I'm so comfortable using it. And then soon it became, you know, I started using this particular bench that a lot of people want and then it was I started using the bench in the power area and I started feeling confident with that and that's the thing you know you have to start somewhere even you know the first time you pick up that barbell or you try to bench or you try to learn how to work out you're, you might look a little silly you might not look like a pro but you need to start as a foolish beginner <clears throat> excuse me to become that graceful master like it's such an important thing and it's something you know it can be really tough at first to kind of be a little goofy not feel the best to learn something new to try something different but like anything in life you got to go through that phase to become that graceful master so this could apply to a million different things but it was on the top of my mind buddy you're getting philosophical over here there we go i love it man uh, my quote is they call uh, me philosophical phil for a reason <laughs> jeez Oh, buddy, they all call you that back growing up, eh? I love it. So my quote is uh, is a simple one. You know, I'm uh, I'm simple Steve over here. It's a slow process, but quitting won't won't speed it up. It's supposed to say speed it up. I wrote speeding it up. But yeah, I mean, it won't it won't speed it up. And you know, the reason I bring this one up is because we're all on a fitness journey. You know, a lot of us are here to conquer our minds. Where a lot of us are here to you know just. See what we can accomplish or lose fat or just we all have different reasons, but you know, it can be slow Like I think one of the biggest things I was talking to some clients the other day, you know They were asking just about you know other transformations and being in other people's groups and seeing what's going on and, and following people on Instagram is like a lot of times people are only sharing like the best of the best of the best and like when some people compare their results to others and whatnot they you know they they just see they're like what i should be further ahead i, sh I should be further ahead like we we hear that very often you know not even coaching clients just people who are listening to this um we always want something so 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 quick but at the end of the day quitting is never going to speed that up and you know one thing it kind of goes over into my thoughts aspect i shared on our uh, instagram stories the other day is i've had so many clients who have just done amazing things who have built amazing habits you know sometimes it can be pretty slow depending on their situation and you know whether we're you know just uh you know trying to increase calories and whatnot but even my amazing client kathleen like we were kind of stuck for quite a few weeks at the weight and then she ended up just absolutely dropping 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 and just like from there because we had kind of taken the you know just been patient um um, you know, allowed us to just build up those habits, the fundamentals, just do everything her weight just started peeling off and she's able to eat a decent amount of calories too. Um, so a lot of times you're just going to be like, man, I just wish it was faster, but trust me, quitting will not make it any better. And I think one of the biggest issues is what people do is they'll like start something, they'll track their macros, they'll get started on an awesome routine and then something doesn't work for a week and then they'll be like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna try keto and then that doesn't work for the week, they can't stick to it. Okay, I'm, you know what? I'm going to try fasting and I'm all for trying things, but I'm a huge fan of taking what we know is going to work such as tracking our macros, doing the basics, sleeping better, and then 
adding things in, not just completely starting over, not completely, you know, so I'll give you an example. We track our macros, we hit our workouts. Okay. This week we're going to focus on sleep optimization. That's our challenge. Okay. Next week we've mastered the sleep. We're going to keep that up. Let's focus on the protein and just not like completely change gears, but just take what's working and continue to make it better and better. That's just my thoughts. And that's all I got to say for today. Yeah, we actually used to call Kyle a slow and steady Sal in high school. <laughs> Why? Because I'm slow? Because he used to run around telling people, listen, I might be getting results the slow way, but I'll look better than you all. No, I didn't even go to high school with Kyle, and Kyle did the complete opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> he did a forever bulk, and he got he got pretty uh, full. I got pretty, pretty full, chunky. Puffy. We'll share it to the story. The day we released this, we'll show you our most bulk physiques, because I can't say any bad words because I did the same thing. I overdid it. And once again, this is why I wish I had a coach because you need someone to say, listen, chill out, slow it down, do it the right way because rushing to do it just makes it look worse. Yeah. And so I guess we'll share that on Instagram, just like yeah, some, definitely. some bulked up physiques. Okay, sweet. You guys are in for a story, man. But yeah, there's like, I've, I've struggled a lot in my past. Like I've had lots of like, I just wish there was a lot, like there's someone like myself five years ago telling me, Hey, uh, you know, you know, be patient. Hey, stop doing this massive bulk. Like, Hey, you don't need to gain 50 pounds. Hey, you know, um, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. So that's why I love, like, you know, if you, if anyone ever wonders like why we keep going, it's like, I, I think back to the days where I, I was struggling or where Josh was struggling or where I used to spend three hours in the gym and I just want everyone to learn from those mistakes and not spin the wheels like, like we have. Um, so yeah, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. And uh, going right up into the weekly thoughts recommendations. Uh, speaking of a bulk, uh, your boy's going to do a little 60 day mini cut, which will be fun. And I'm going to have everyone to hold me accountable and to see the progress I can make. I'm going to document some of the things I'm doing to achieve that because I think it's really fun. Uh, it's not going to be anything radical, but even a little tight and tone up, you know, with the COVID physiques coming in right now. So you can check out the first post. You'll just see me uh, shirtless smiling awkwardly with a thumbs up because what else can you really do when someone's taking a photo of you shirtless? Uh, so you'll see that there. I'm going to document the journey, some fun things with it. And I figure that'll add some good value to Instagram. We want to make sure that we're teaching on Instagram as well as entertaining. Uh, so, you know, and that's the thing with this podcast. We love that people get a laugh from it. Uh, you know, I'm really happy to hear everyone could put up with some of our silliness. You know, some days we're sillier than either others like today with his slow and steady sell, but <laughs> philosophical Phil, whatever you want to call it. Um, but definitely follow us there at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S. Um, Oh my gosh, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Um, black and white logo uh, means a lot to come check that out. But yeah, I'm really excited for that. Really excited to kind of document that, you know, to kind of even let everyone know what I'm going to start with now is I'm really uh, tightening up those macros a bit, putting myself in about a 20% deficit. Uh, so I'm going to be tightening up to around the 3000 mark from around the 35 five to 3,800 mount I was in before. Um, I'm going to start my new routine with strength training. I'm also going to do a story if I haven't already done it on how I like to build out programs. I'm going to start utilizing some Tabata and some hit to really make the most of my time. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun stuff there. Um, the other thing that was on my mind is we really hope everyone is enjoying the podcast guests. If you could please um, shoot us a DM with a thumbs up or thumbs down saying podcast guests after, you know, I want to hear, I love having on guests because I think you can learn different things 
things, get different viewpoints, um, have me and Kyle interact with different topics and that perhaps are on always the top of our minds. Um, but we're really curious to see what people are enjoying the most, what you would like to see us ask people, who, who you would like us to have on. You know, we have the opportunity where we can get on some really big names, seeing that we do have a really big following and an amazing listener base. So uh, definitely open to suggestions. And yeah, once again, shoot us a DM at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And I was talking to people the other day and someone said, is this a robot speaking? And I <laughs> I sent a voice note and I was tempted to do it like Mr. Roboto, you know, to say, no, I am real. But uh, no, it's actually me and Kyle in the DMs, which is super cool. You know, we love being there with everyone, talking with everyone. So if you like listening to us, uh, I think it's fun to talk to us too. Uh, we'll let you find out. Yeah, I mean, I love it. And uh, two, two other things yeah. to add on there on a side note. Um, send it. Yeah, definitely send us a DM. You know, once again, if you just want to say what's up, like we love the feedback. Um, but uh, two other things is, you know, I'm definitely not slow and steady. Um, definitely more of a, you know, fast runner. But all joking aside, I, I actually I love results that are slow and steady. I think, you know, going back to my quote, um, it's just like it's just they're sustainable. I feel like so many people are just, I just really want to get it across. Like, man, just, just chill out a little bit. You know, when, when it's like just a, 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 a quick, crazy, fast pro, like it's usually going to go, you're, it's usually not going to stay around. Um, so that was one thing I just wanted to add there just to, you know, kind of help other people's mindset. And then um, even when Josh was saying that he uh, he's just, you know, doing this mini cut, but he's not changing anything drastically or radically and all of that stuff. I think where a lot of people go wrong is they think that like, you know, for example, he's kind of been doing a mini bulk. He's been gaining a bit of size, a bit of muscle. He's got up to 220. But in order to get now to like, let's say 212, 214, wherever he's going to go, a lot of it's just going to be simply making small changes. Like, you know, some people think that they have to do something so crazy and intense to lose that weight. Like you heard him. He said he's going to change his macros he's gonna you know maybe change ranges a little bit decrease that a little bit and just start with a fresh routine to kind of just you know um just make it a little, a little bit more enjoyable and whatnot but it's like most people think when it comes to bulking to cutting or just all that stuff that it's gonna be some crazy big change where they're gonna have to do seven days of cardio a week and just like crazy restrict like he's still gonna be satisfied on his food maybe a little hungry but you know there's just not many crazy changes it's just a matter of like you know quantity and just you know mindset i'd say for the most part you know what it's funny you mentioned mindset at the end because i was going to say the biggest change is the mindset yep. right and you can even see what i did you know um and we in a recent episode talked about putting your money where your mouth is with your fitness and that's why i figured it's a fun way for me to post that physique photo every week because if in four weeks i look no better uh you know you're gonna be like what are you doing you're slacking right so i love that push that motivation and you know right now i'm uh, i've enjoyed powerlifting a lot but i'm really looking forward to kind of building up my physique and what's really cool with the same way i coach all my clients is what i'm doing for myself it's a very similar metric right like i'm looking at my physique and you know if you look at how i look you know i have some great strengths and i have some weaknesses and it's saying how can i program to address these things and i have some wants like i love traps so i'm going to double down on that trap volume i think it's a great look and it's something i want to double like really focus on but once again in a perfect world i could lift three hours a day do two a days do cardio do right but i need to really utilize what time do i have available what's realistic for me what can my baseline be where do i want to get to um you know all these things which is really fun and that's what makes a great transformation that's why with coaching to have someone to do all that for you because these can be tough decisions they can be emotional decisions is very very valuable um but speaking of coaching we're going to shout out my client shout out of the week coming at you with autumn 
Autumn has been an absolute killer. You know, it's been really fun to work with her. Um, I really appreciate her coming in, you know, and like she in the past had, you know, some tougher time with, um, you know, having a healthy relationship with her nutrition. And, you know, she said, hey, like, you know, is this going to be done in a healthy way? I want to make sure I'm doing it right. And I said, absolutely. And, you know, she's another great example. Like, I love specific macros. I like dialing down, you know, carbs, fats, protein, all these things. But some people, you know, you say, listen, what's the bigger schema here, you know, and especially people that are very active, she's very active herself, you know, we decided to go about it by, you know, just being realistic, starting, you know, by just focusing on protein in a caloric range. So to give her some more freedom to really say, listen, you know, if you want to eat a little less, you can eat here, or if you want to eat more, you can eat here. And, you know, once again, we also in a recent episode said, know your weaknesses, you know, like we said, by knowing your weaknesses, you're going to be in the position that you can really actually my apologies this episode will be out on thursday because we had the interview so you have something to look forward to but by knowing your weaknesses you can say like where maybe i'm someone that i'm super ex- like i exercise a ton and i like to eat a little bit more give yourself that range so you don't feel bad when you do utilize a bit more calories or if you're someone who's you know just a monster who loves to be in the gym for two hours a day like utilize your strength in that sense and these are just little hacks you can do and that's exactly what we've done with autumn and in particular i love that her and my client victoria were texting each other talking behind my back they said <laughs> you know they were having a conversation basically saying and i kid you not uh we'll put it in the post they're saying like i don't understand what's happening I'm losing fat, gaining muscle, but I feel full. I feel more energy. I don't know what's going on. And then it's just awesome. Victoria's like, well, they're magicians. You know, that's what they do. And, you know, we take a lot of pride in being able to do this well. And by looking at these factors, doing it in a healthy way, going above and beyond just short-term results, but showing you, hey, here's a long-term solution. Here's what we can get done. So big shout out to Autumn. I think that's a great little lesson for all of us. And hopefully my uh, little insight there also helps everyone, which is super exciting. Um, yeah, anything to add? Yeah, and even just make sure to check out the, the Instagram post. Swipe, you know, swipe through the photos, read the caption. Because like we love to showcase transformations, but we all we all realize every person is so different. And, you know, if, if Autumn's tips that uh, have led to her transformation can help you out, that's what we're here for, right? We want every person listening to be able to get the results they deserve. Once again, if you need help, we'll we'll take care of you. But even just from looking at the posts, listening to the podcast, reading the stories, we feel like we offer a lot of value there. So make sure to you know utilize all these resources because we don't just you know love hearing ourselves talk when we talk when we say things or write up a caption. Like these things take a while to put together. So definitely check that out. All right, so, what's yeah. the first question, Al Jaffa? Yeah, this great this great question. Uh, basically, we were asked probably a million times, but. Hey, how do I deal with cravings? I know how many calories I should consume, but I always eat more. So, you know, I'll start with this one just because I feel like I'm the craving king. Um, I feel like I get a lot of cravings. I know Josh is uh, is more of like, um, you know, he he enjoys like, you, you like your pasta, your wings and stuff. I feel like I love sweets. I like right? big meals. Even loves, a, a fun yeah. fact for my cut, one of my uh, weaknesses, I hate cooking. Like, I don't mind it. I like it from time to time. But, you know, even like a typical day is I'll eat oatmeal. Me and Kyle get shawarma. And I've learned that I can have exactly just a Chipotle bowl, um, a side tortilla, and then just have Greek yogurt, blueberries, and some dark chocolate chips. And that's literally 3,000 calories on the dot. And it's so zero effort for me. It's like I don't have to prep a single thing. I feel good on it. Um, I'm nailing my protein. I'm nailing my macros. And like, once again, if you can identify these things, like it just makes it so easy. Like I literally would eat that every day and be completely happy. I don't think I've ever told Kyle before, but I actually really like Chipotle. Um, <laughs> Freaking every day, this guy. Hey, man, I love Chipotle. Yeah. Honestly, I love Chipotle so much. It's it's just so good. And 
Once again, earlier in a cut, I'm not getting ready for a physique show. I can deal with that variance in calories as well, right? Like when I get a bowl, if they put more rice, but I need to use my eye and I need to do the best. You know, people always say, you know, side tangent, but how do I log things like that, right? And just the same, like sometimes a tortilla, I won't eat the whole tortilla. You know, like I'll rip off some of it because it's too much um, white bread and I can log like three fourths of the tortilla. Or if I'm like, dang, they give me a lot of chicken. It's like perfect. Add a little bit more than the serving size chicken and you get better. You can eye these things, have that flexibility. But like I said, know where you're at in your journey. If I was getting ready for a physique show i would need to prep everything cook everything weigh everything um and i will need to tighten it up as i get lower in the cup but right now i should very easily get my two pounds loss i'll narrow that down to 1.5 then eventually transition all the way down to 0.5 loss a week find that maintenance hit that reverse but um you know once again and same with eating styles for cravings if you like big meals utilize big meals if you like 20 small meals do that but i'm gonna let the craving king take over sorry for the interlude no it's all good man yeah craving king kicking in here um um, you know, and, and this happens to the best of us, even if I'm not doing like a cut or a shred, like the cravings are a little bit more because your body's kind of just, you know, wanting a bit more food, I find, but even myself kind of on a maintenance mode, 3000 calories or so, I still get lots of cravings. And for myself personally, I know, I know like you really have to identify weaknesses and we're going to talk about this in this upcoming podcast episode, but we all have so many of them. And if we can really combat them and for myself, no, okay. The second that I bring chocolate covered almonds or ice cream or Oreos or cookies or whatever into the house is the day that they're done in two to three days. Like I I got to the point before where I could, I could do it for a little bit longer, but I just don't need that stuff. If I'm going to go out and, and want a cookie, um, you know, having to actually walk to the convenience store and like put my, you know, it's, it's cold, it's winter here and actually go do that. Like if I want it, that's cool. Like I, I love flexible dieting, but I'm way less likely, you know, to, um, to do that. So number one is just simply not bringing it into the house. I know everyone's situation is different. You may have kids, you may have different scenarios, but if you can control it and find ways to do that, that's always going to be number one, right? You know, the consistency of like the amount of times that you walk past that pantry and just think to yourself, and you know, we all have a limited amount of discipline, right? And our discipline and willpower gets drained by the end of the day. So it's 8 p.m. You're walking past and you just keep seeing it, keep seeing it, keep seeing it. It's going to be tough, right? Number two is just um, craving substitutes, right? So there's a lot of things that I've utilized in my past to pretty much give me that satisfaction. Sparkling water is one of my favorites. I find anytime I have like a a flavored sparkling water at night, like, and I'm here, here's the thing. Like I love to enjoy fun foods. I fit it in. I'll probably have 10 to 20% fun foods, you know, on average, I'd say, you know, quite a bit less actually now, but um, just having a substitute and having something like, instead of like chips that are like crazy fatty, that just aren't really adding nutritional value, you might enjoy something like rice cakes. You might enjoy something that is going to be a little bit more um, just macro friendly and just something that you can binge on way less. Um, So that's kind of like the number two thing I do. I'd say those are really the most important things though, just having some sort of substitutes for when you do feel like you need something. And then I'd say number three actually would just be to allow myself to have that thing. I think a lot of times people restrict way too much. They'll they'll take one day, they'll hold off, then two days they'll hold off, then three days. And then by the weekend, they just blow everything out of proportion. So when I do have that craving, and it's an actual deep craving and I just, I want to enjoy it, I'll find a way and be like, you know what? Okay, I'm having 2,500 calories. Let me do two to 300 calories of this specific food 
rather than just going ballistic and going overboard. I know I, I spent a lot of time there, but those are my three strategies. That's what really helps. I'm not perfect. There's times where I do go overboard, but that's usually what helps me throughout any situation. Oh, that's freaking amazing. We might have to clip those tips because those are good tips and reshare it somewhere because that's a great resource to have, you know, when to have cravings. And these are things we're really big on. And, uh, you know, to add two of mine, uh, number one is know when you're actually hungry. I love food. I, I think food's fun. And, you know, once again, like most people at night, it's tempting to just say, oh, you know, I, I, I'm someone who I've said it many times before. So right now, you know, maintenance is like 35 to 3,800 cows. Right now I'm at about 3,000 to lose. Um, I could probably eat 7,000 calories every single day and not feel bad like you know I really have to kind of limit myself with eating like I love food I could just eat and eat and eat um, and that's why I probably didn't so well at the food challenges but you know having that self-awareness as we mentioned you know knowing your weaknesses um, the key there is like okay listen at a certain point I like to cut off my eating you know around 8 p.m. Um, I kind of say there's no need you're done check you finish your macros for the day you feel great boom bada bing you know a lot of nothing there's a good old saying you know nothing good happens after 9 p.m or something right like it's probably when you're gonna watch too much junk on tv or eat food you wouldn't eat or reach for things because you're bored right so really know am i hungry because i'm hungry or am i hungry because i'm bored by listening to your body and doing those things and using those hacks kyle mentioned it's good and even just building the habit of saying eh, i'm not even going to eat after 8 p.m at home maybe if you're out doing something that can be a great thing but that is definitely one hack i've really enjoyed another Another big one is improve the density and quality of your food. Quite similarly, you know, I like to have shawarma for lunch, which is pretty clean, but it is kind of oily, so there can be extra calories from that. Uh, so I try to have that really clean breakfast. You know, Chipotle is pretty relatively clean, with the exception of the white tortilla. Um, but once again, I'm really trying to follow that 80/20. And then Greek yogurt, you know, is a great thing. Blueberries are great. Dark chocolate chips aren't necessarily the world's healthiest thing, but to me, it makes it tasty. And I'm really sticking to that 80/20, where I'm still having good food density, so I have good satiety, so my satisfaction. So I'm not overly hungry because although you can get a great physique eating crap and sticking to macros, um, you're not going to feel that same level of satisfaction and you're not going to be able to adhere to your diet as well. So those are two little bonus tips, but I think Kyle blew that one out of the park. Yeah. I mean, those are five. We could end this year and I feel like they got value from that. Yeah, but we'll keep it going because <laughs> yep. you know how we do. Um, and since I touch on this one last time a bit, I'm going to let my boy Kyle jump into this one. We had a question from Sydney saying, how can I get fuller glutes? I feel like I have big glutes, but my glutes sag and they aren't as voluminous as some other women I've seen. I've done everything, high reps, heavy lifting, but I can't really seem to double down on how to get my glutes looking great. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I was thinking of this for myself too, trying to really build out those glutes. So, you know, this is a great question. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, it's funny because we do a lot of like glute focused stuff and sometimes people are probably seeing us in the gym like, what the heck? Like these guys are doing glute pull throughs and hip thrusts. Isn't that girl exercise? I love glutes. I love glutes, man. You know, you'll hear us talk about it a lot. The, the biggest and most important muscle group on the body. No, it's not biceps. No, it's not the chest. It's the glutes, especially guys listening. Make sure you're training your glutes. But for the most part, I mean, especially fuller glutes, like I do believe a lot of stuff does come down to genetics in terms of like what is is capable but there, I, I don't like that as an excuse. If you're someone that says, oh, I can't get better glutes because of genetic, like don't use that. Know that you can't necessarily replicate what someone else has, you know, but but it is still possible. You know, you're not genetically cursed, none of that stuff. I do believe that a lot of it does come down to 
you know, just a lot of the programming. I think one of the biggest things like is just programming and nutrition. If you're someone who's on like a, like a crazy massive deficit, you're really just, you're running five times a week and you're doing all these, you know, cardio classes and you're not really doing heavy strength training you're not really going to be able to get any bigger glutes at all. Like you, they'll, they'll in fact probably shrink, you know, a lot of times runners, you know, even myself, when I've been in my running phase, I literally notice my butt, you know, get way smaller. I lose body fat, but my, my butt gets way smaller. I'm doing less of these actual strength training. So, you know, training when it comes down to it is just a lot of the right exercises, a lot of the right volume. And it's hard to give a specific because everybody is is so different, but just really looking at your week and being like, okay, how much volume am I doing? Am I actually getting a squeeze from this exercise? Am I actually like getting more mind muscle connection? Because a lot of times people just do like a glute pull through or a hip thrust or a single leg glute bridge or, you know, some sort of exercise and they just do it to do it. And and that's it. And a lot of times if you just simply connect your mind to the muscle and just get um, just better range of motion and squeeze better and stuff that alone will help as well as an increase of volume um, but even just focusing on the nutrition past the training will be huge right so talking about that deficit you know it's important to make sure that you're either in a smaller deficit around maintenance or in a slight surplus depending on if you're doing a body recomp and making sure you're getting enough protein to help fill you know all of your muscles and stuff but there's no like real secrets here you know josh is technically the uh the glute body recomp king so he has some great stuff as well he's helped a lot of women with this um you know which is with this, this problem but those are the things that i'd really focus on for for everybody yeah, we uh, recently touched on how to get better glutes, but uh, I like the word fuller. Fuller was, uh, you know, unique. It really got me thinking. I'm like, how do you, how would I really push someone to get fuller physique, uh, glutes in particular? Like, obviously, we're really big on total transformations, um, but, you know, obviously, this is a very common goal. A lot of people want really full glutes. And, you know, one of my first um, piece of advice, I should be in a deficit, you know, to utilize kind of the power of a recomp by being in a deficit. And you have to consider, too, a healthy place to store fat is in your legs, in particular your glutes, as well as your quads. That's where you want to store your fat. Like that's a healthy area where fat should be stored. And especially in women, um, that is an area where it'll be stored more heavily. But just the same, like if you're a guy and you know you have pancake butt or you know you don't know what's going on there, you know, that's the exception. But you know, for the people that do store a lot of um, excess fat in their glutes, um, you know, once again, that doesn't mean it's a ton of cellulite or anything crazy like that. But if you're just like, okay, I'm aware of this and you feel like, you know, your glutes sag or they're not as strong as they could be, um, being some slight deficit while building that muscularity is going to improve the presentation of them of course and you know obviously it's different for women versus men because men it's more so like okay i want them for function right women obviously want them because it looks good you know your leggings all these things um so if you want like fuller glutes i would definitely recommend that um as i mentioned in the previous episode relative to glutes uh to really make sure you're working your full glute right um people have a disposition to do one exercise and to just do it uh you know color black and blue for instance rear delts if i just do face pulls they're great Um, i'm working my rear delt in a specific motion but i'm going to lose to someone like kyle if he's doing face pulls cross arm rear delts reverse flies like you know the more different ways you can work a muscle in unique patterns the more you can really get a more full muscle right because to have a full muscle you need to work it through its full range of motion um and the unique ways that muscle works individually so obviously hips primarily work by thrusting motions which is really really great um, but you can also work them from squatting motions you know the extension there you can also do a lot more high rep stuff you know medius work where you can actually you know push your knees out do these great things so you need to really work it in a full capacity in that regard where you are working it from a different way so squats hip thrusts glute pull-throughs split squats variants um you know the lower back hyperextension variant for glutes like all these great things are going to help further drive it uh to be fuller 
And in particular, you know, pairing that with good nutrition is just going to go a long way. And then obviously increasing the volume. Uh, for a lot of the women I train that do have a goal of improving this, I will actually have glutes be in there three times a week. And I think that's very beneficial. Glutes and back are like two things I try to push uh, for anyone anyways you know like it's having these strong basis really produce incredible results but most importantly the last one i know i've went off on this one so i hope everyone cares about it but it seems to be a pretty common discussion um, to have full muscles you need mature muscles so how do you get mature muscle um, through maturity by doing it more by being consistent uh, if you're someone who's great every summer you crush a gym every winter you don't you know you're kind of hurting yourself there to build muscular maturity um, even if you look at people that have been lifting for 25 years that are 45 you know they'll look incredible because you've been doing it you've been putting those muscles through those patterns you've been building and that mature muscle is just a thicker denser nicer look to it um, so in particular you know doing that being consistent is going to go a long way for tone definition and volume of a muscle awesome super well said you know they they call me the uh craving king they call you the glue king buddy and they also called you what um slow and steady sal <laughs> dude we, we got a bunch of nicknames here oh man i know someone's gonna dm us that or, I, I do like when people put the inside jokes on their stories because <laughs> i'm like okay you're sharing this with your whole following but yeah. me and kyle laugh and you took the time to make me yeah. and kyle laugh which is pretty funny so you know shout out to the real ones that do that on top of my mind darren comes up corin comes up who else you got uh, I think those are the two like real consistent ones. Every like, time two of my clients, like every episode they share to their story. So yeah, huge you're, you're the MVP. Hopefully you share. They deserve that shout out because sharing it every time helps us so much. I know some people share it sometimes, but if you've never shared an episode, you really liked your story. Uh, I'd mean a lot if you share one that really speaks to you that you think will help people. And one thing I like to push everyone to do is, you know, we all have a capacity to help and encourage other people. And even you, you might say, oh, I'm only starting my journey. You'd be amazed, you know, how many you can lead people in the right or wrong direction in life and even by you know saying hey here's a great resource to work on your fitness and health here's a great source to work on your finance here's a great thing to work on your relationships like if you can help people in any way you know it does mean a lot and hopefully if this content's helping you you could share it to help other people and help us which is really cool so if you haven't shared an episode to your story it means a lot it's pretty easy on spotify uh tag us at colossus fit and we'll say what's up now a question for mr um sloan study sal is how do I get consistent gains without a consistent spotter? So a lot of consistency, which I know you like. Dude, I'm the consistent. I'm not only the Craven King, I'm the consistent king, okay? Yeah, consistent Corwin. I love it, man. Yeah, he's actually crushing it. He, I can't wait for his, his end transformation. He's one of my clients who, you know, has basically, you know, been with me for six months. He's doing another six, you know, which will be a full year. He's crushing it day in and day out. Oh, man. He started at like 275. Now he's basically down to 200. So that's like 75 pounds lost in... Holy crap, it's going to be crazy. You guys will see on Instagram. But I mean, hey, consistency is always the king. But I'd say within like the spotter aspect of things, like it's tough because it's everyone's so different and what they're capable of and what they're, you know, just able to do. But the truth is like, I don't even, I don't even like utilize a spotter anymore as well. Like it depends on your gym situation. I just, it's nice being able to go in there. Not really, you know, even one of my clients the other day was uh, maxing out and stuff and he had someone spot him and the person touched the bar, you know, shout out to Jonathan. He's probably listening, but, um, you know, it's just, it's tough, right? Because you don't want to have to really like ask me, like, it is nice to ask. It is good to have a friend, but we don't always have that luxury. So for me, I've kind of like trained myself to just like not need someone. So if like, I do have a heavy set of 
of um, squats, I'll do it in a squat rack and be willing to fail. And I've, you know, I've learned many times over, you know, failure is a part of fitness and we fail a lot and I've failed on a lot of squats. So you kind of just like jump forward and, uh, you know, allow the bar to hit the safeties. You're safe. You'll have to unfortunately lift it all up afterwards. It takes a while, but that's kind of the best thing there. Even for bench press, I used to always think I need someone to help me lift off. I need someone to help me lift off. And yes, while I'm hitting a personal record, it is nice to have that lift off. But even Josh now, he's doing his like 315 benches, you know, 315 pound benches and whatnot. And a lot of times I see him lift off and it's like, you know, we used to do it for each other, but it's like nice just to be able to make, you know what, I'm able to do this, right? So um, one of the things you can do is once again, set up the safety. If you have a bench press, um, and you have access to something where you can have the safety. If you do fail, the other day I failed on a max rep and I had um, I didn't even get a, a lift off and I failed. I had the safeties there and that's that's totally good to go. But just like building up your confidence and just every time that you lift, like if you're always scared, like, oh my God, I'm going to drop it, I'm going to drop it. You're, you're probably going to drop it, but just saying, you know what, I'm going to crush it. I know I can do it. Um, and not even allowing that thought to come in will allow you to just build that confidence to be able to do that stuff on your own. So like I do, I've gotten to the point where I don't need a spotter. It's nice, but um, I just encourage you to try to like learn to do it yourself and utilize one if you if you really feel like you need one or if you have access to one. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna throw a big wrench into everyone's uh, understanding here. Uh, you shouldn't be failing often. You know, I yeah. know a lot of people think it's that's true. Like failing is the key to success. Like, yes, it is. Um, but in terms of strength training, it's not. You know, um, we utilize an RIR system for our coaching clients, so uh, reps in reserve, and what that does, it helps you have a scale of what weight to use. So. An RAR for me for eight reps on bench of zero is going to be about 315. I failed seven, I did seven and a half reps. So I know it's about a zero probably if I didn't do my other volume. Um, now an RAR of one for eight reps is going to be different, right? So that means I would finish with there being one rep left in the tank. So if I've done eight reps, that mean I would be able to complete nine. And I know this can seem a little confusing at first, um, but it's a really good skill of having um, an understanding of what to do. I don't really use RAR zeros with compounds ever, except for when people are testing. I use them a lot for dinkier things like bicep curls, tricep extensions, face pulls, push-ups, you know, different things because compounds are so much load and failing can almost be counterintuitive and powerlifting is really unique because you'll work to RIRs two and threes quite often, but you'll progress strength because a big portion of strength isn't complete failure. It's actually just volume progression, you know, adding volume, improving upon volume and gaining strength there. And you know, I used to always complain too because I'd tell Kyle I need a spot for bench. I messed myself up. Um, but in retrospect too, um, I think it's a mixture of two things. Uh, one, I was using the commercial bench more and they have it set in a certain position and I was benching too far out. If you bench too far out in particular, it's a lot harder to unrack weight safely because you have to pull it so much from your lats. Whereas if you actually work on proper form and positioning, you know, and using a spotter less has forced me to, now I can get away without really needing a spotter unless I'm testing, uh, which is important. So I'd really Really, you know, once again, rework your framework saying, am I actually training intelligently? Like, why am I failing this much? Am I following a dedicated plan? Uh, and if not, something should be revised there. But uh, you can still definitely make gains. People are really, really nice. Um, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really been to a commercial gym since COVID. But back in the day, at least, you know, you could just say, hey, Kyle, um, I'm, I'm just going to be hitting a bench here. Can you just spot me? And if I if I start dying, can you just lift it up? And it's like, yeah, no problem. I got you. And just, oh, when you're ready, you know, and like people are really calm 
vomiting to that. I know people are a little bit more, uh, you know, on the, the edge right now with COVID. It's understanding, but that is a good tea, uh, tip. You know, like Kyle said, have those racks, learn how to fail, know how to fail. Those are all really, really good advice. Uh, so there was some great content there. Kyle nailed it. Anything to add? Yeah, just you- adding on there, like uh, similar to what Josh was saying, I'm really glad he brought that up because I feel like I, I mentioned it, but I didn't go in depth. Like when I had failed, like last week, it was my max rep. It was bench press. Like we know some people who go in every single week who are just always going to failure like especially on bench press squat and stuff like you really should not be doing that like there's just no way you're going to actually get long-term progress it's hard on the body and i've failed a lot when i've gone for prs and i've learned how to fail but for the most part like josh said just a simple reminder of like when you're doing your constant training routine and you just always need a spot or you always need that help you got to ask yourself like yeah is my program actually like a legit one am i just going in and trying to max out every single time and is that why i need a bit of help or um is maybe my setup incorrect and just the fact that you know i'm just not ready for this weight or something like that like you have to kind of ask yourself like and the reason this is important is because we kind of you know I've, i used to be that person who would just always go in and just need that need that help and you know i kind of hate when you know you see someone who's always there who's benching and they're like hey can i get a spot and then like they just want you to put the hand on the hand on the bar to hold it the entire time to help them like if you tell me to give you a spot i'm not touching that bar they're like man like i thought you were supposed to hold that for me it's like nope i'm not touching that thing but yeah, like that was a great question. I guess if you're cool with even pulling up the podcast review of the week, because I did want to make a small announcement. Um, you know, I didn't tell Josh about this, but uh, right now we are looking for three dedicated people. Um, yesterday, when I was spending time in the DMs, we were trying to figure out what you know, just what do people need the most? And it seems like most people right now are in a plateau. It's February, um, summer's coming up in a couple months, but a lot of people are demotivated, and it's just a tough time of the year. If you're listening to this at this point, you're you're a very supportive person of the podcast we appreciate you so right now we are looking for three people who are actually looking to break a plateau for good we're gonna probably have to do a lot of stuff like um, not reverse diet but um, you know diet breaks carb refeeds and just actually like really dive into your fitness progress and help you break through that plateau it's a finicky process but we will take care of you so just send us a message on instagram with the keyword get unstuck um, once again, get unstuck at Colossus Fitness, um, C-O-L, or sorry, Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T will give you discounted coaching. Yes, there is a cost, but I guarantee you, you will save a lot of money in the long run. You're not going to have to buy bogus supplements. You're not going to have to worry about healthcare stuff in the long run. You're not going to have to worry about, you know, all this fast food stuff. Trust me, you will save money from joining. There is a cost, but we will take care of you. It'll end up being free when you factor all of these fact uh, stuff in where you won't need to worry about anything down the road you'll have lots of energy lots of time so yeah make sure to send us a message if you want to break through a plateau absolutely nailed it i got the review ready to go um i've decided i'm only going to shut out the review on the mailbox monday because uh, a little bit longer it's a little bit more laid back and we're starting to do some interviews but this week's shout out goes out to caleb from oregon that is literally the apple podcast tag which is awesome and if you want to have your review read out uh please take the time to leave one it helps us grow helps us get um you know more amazing content out but caleb wrote let me start off by giving a little background into how i came across this podcast i've been off and on with depression and anxiety for about 10 years brackets i'm 23 now this mental block is something that dedicated my life with little resistance when it came about 
I accepted that years of my life at the time might be spent trying to snap back out of it. So at my lowest point, I started searching for wellness podcasts, eventually stumbling upon this one. Fast forward to a little over a month and I can proudly say that the Fit, Healthy and Happy podcast has motivated me to not only hit the gym, not only once, but every day of my six day routine since the first podcast I listened to. For the first time in forever, I feel like I can take control of my life. My eating habits have improved drastically. I get excited about fitness and I have the confidence to tackle other aspects of my well-being. I would recommend this to anyone and everyone who is searching um, for an all-around informative podcast on how to improve your strength, perform better in the gym, and create a healthier lifestyle. And you know, this means so much. Thank you for sharing, Caleb. That takes a lot of strength, but you know, that even really motivates me and Kyle because it means a lot to know we're actually helping people as much as we are. Um, when we started this thing, you know, we were only getting like 80 to 100 listens. Kyle's like, why are we doing this? It's so much work. Like, <laughs> you know, but we've come a long way. We love it. And the fact that even just listening to a podcast can inspire this one to make such a radical change in their life is phenomenal. So shout out to you, Caleb. I'm really proud of you. I'm really excited for your future. Uh, anything to add? No, you know what? Caleb, that review actually just made my day. I didn't even see that one before. Um, I don't do this for anyone. Just send us a DM saying, hey, what's up? It's Caleb. I'll give you a 15-minute call just to chat and see what I can do to help you out. Absolutely free. Let's go. Shout out. That's what's up. That honestly, like after hearing that, just seeing how inspired and stuff, I feel like if I even just talk to him, I feel I can give him a bunch of tips. So I'll give you a 15 minute call just uh, to, you know, just, you know, talk whatever you want to talk about. I'll I'll do that. So thanks, man. I really appreciate that review. There you have it. And everyone else for listening. Thank you so much. Be sure to leave a review. Let us know how this podcast has inspired you or impacted you. Um, Our Instagram is at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And they can message the code word platoon. Toe, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, get unstuck. This get time unstuck. Go. Yeah. Sorry uh, to learn how you can get unstuck and get the best results of your life. Peace and love always.